brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back recording on November 1st, uh, so it, I hope everybody had a great October, November 1st, but we have an emergency podcast, emergency podcast, because the Lions have made a big trade um, with wide-ranging implications, uh, kind of mixed reaction from the Lions crowd as well, um, but we'll get into that in a moment, but before we do, uh, let's Introduce the Blue Kool-Aid crew that's here. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got Bob. Hello. UJ. Hello, Lions faithful. And Red Dog. Yo. So, gentlemen, uh, we've been debating since the offseason, even during the season, even as recently as our last episode before this. Uh, what are the Lions going to do with TJ Hawkinson? Well, we finally <laughs> have our answer. They trade him away. Uh, and... What they gave up is relatively interesting. Uh, hold on. Uh, wait, I just uh, had it listed here. Uh, and then my screen did a little funky thing. Um, they We gave up TJ Hawkins. Thank you. you started. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. That's the first thing. Um, more than that? Yeah. So, Fourth round. Okay, so the Lions gave up TJ Hawkinson. Um, and they got back from the Vikings a second round pick and a th- and their third a, se- a second round pick for next year, a 2024 third round pick. Then the Lions gave up their fourth rounder from 2024. And then oh. there's uh, a conditional fourth round pick. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. They gave back a fourth round pick that could be a fifth round pick at the lot if the Vikings win a playoff game. If the Vikings win, if the Vikings win, it becomes a better pick. The it's a fourth round pick. It, it works on the Lions' benefit. It becomes a yeah, fifth round yeah, pick yeah. that they give up. If the Vikings win, it's a fourth rounder. If the Vikings lose a playoff game, so oh, that we give team, up. Oh, okay. oh my God, we have to root for the Vikings to win a playoff game now. <laughs> that is just really weird. Yeah, but well, we'll do whatever we have to do. So do you think if if we're playing them in the first round, we're going to throw the game? So Lions either give up. Nice. They give back T.J. Hawkinson and two fourth rounders, a 2023 fourth rounder and a 2024 fourth rounder. But if the Vikings win, then it becomes a 2023 fourth rounder and a 2025 or 2024 fifth rounder. <laughs> I didn't realize. I, <laughs> Easy for you to say. So two fourth. I didn't realize we but, gave all that up. Yeah, it's a little more than maybe you'd hope. Uh, kind of bullshit. And another trade with the. This is the second Brad Holmes uh, Vikings. Uh, trade interdivision. You don't see a lot of these, and the Lions done two of them in a calendar yeah. year. 
Um, trading up, of course, with Jamison Williams uh, with the Vikings, and now this pick uh, or this trade. So, instant reaction. Uh, let's go to Bob first, because I think you might have a yeah. different reaction than I did. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm not happy with it because I wanted them to extend Hawkinson, but I mean, I did see that it was a possibility because they hadn't really been negotiating with him uh, for an extension, and uh, it was a possibility. But I think he's an excellent player, and I think we'll miss him. So, I'm not. Not too happy about that. Plus, that makes the rebuild stretch out a little further because we're losing a piece. And uh, I don't know what they're going to do now. But anyway, I'm not mm-hmm. happy. <laughs> and the thing is, with this is uh, Brian Holmes have a great track record, I would say, with drafting second rounders. And that's kind of the the highlight of this deal for them. There's two things with it, I guess. They get it back at the second and third rounder, obviously higher than the two fourth rounders that they give up. But in addition... Hawkinson is owed nine and a half million uh, uh, next year. His salary is going to go up a lot, which would put him, I believe, is the 11th paid best tight end in the NFL. And maybe you could argue that's like maybe fair, but he was looking for more uh, than that. He's looking in the 10 plus million, which would put him in the top seven to top five uh, range of tight ends in the NFL. And the Lions were definitely not willing to go there. They said we can spend that nine million someone somewhere else, most likely on defense. Again, the Lions are 31st in spending on defense in the NFL. Um, so that that's the other stipulation with this as well and, and what probably factored into their uh, their thinking here. And his value is never going to be higher than now because they the team that acquired him is going to have that extra year of control. Um, so I imagine they shopped him around everywhere in the NFL. This is the best value they could get. But uh, UJ, your thoughts? Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to miss Hawk as a player. I really like him. Uh He's been a fun guy to watch on this team. I, I don't think he was utilized as much as he could have been on this team. I think we could have done more with him. He could have been even a bigger star. But uh, that being said, I, I think <laughs> I think my belief requires uh, some faith in the rebuild, and I and I'm choosing to believe in this rebuild. Okay, you can make that option. There's a lot of fans that are hate what we're doing, understandably so. They've seen we've seen it all before, but. I'm making a conscious choice to believe in this rebuild that we are doing, saving $9 million in cap money next year, uh, getting the extra draft picks, and going for the rebuild. Building up our talent through the draft is a very important part of a long-term rebuild, I think. So, I, I as Lee speculated in our last uh, pod, we I think a lot of us even saw this coming, pretty much. It, if anybody was going to be traded on this team, we thought it would be Hawk, and sure enough, it was. So, I'm not totally surprised. I'm bummed that I'm going to miss the player, but I think it's overall a good move for the future of the franchise and the rebuild. Like I said, I'm choosing to believe in it. So, Rudd dog. <laughs> <laughs> Leap of faith. You know, it's a little bit of a mixed bag for me. Uh, you know, I, I, per- I proposed the Swift in the trade scenario on the last pod because he hasn't done much for us at all, but that's also probably why he's not very tradable either. But, you know, Hawk was kind of heating up. I was excited to see him get a whole season of being healthy and developing on this team. You know, I've never been a fan of the pick. I like the player, though. Um, and the compensation is kind of, eh, like the second-round pick is nice. But overall, it doesn't feel like we got much up on getting rid of him. Uh, and then, like you said, Bob, uh, Brad, uh, Brad Holmes' draft picks in the second round. Though we could use that to trade up. Uh, all that being said is this feels almost like a move to just be like, hey, we can't really provide you hope right now, but we can provide you hope for our future by getting more draft capital to build this team the way 
you know, but uh, so it's, it's kind of like a bittersweet, not all that exciting move, honestly. If we get worse on the field, probably, though our tight ends are decent I, behind him, like uh, Mitchell's shown some promise now, and well, Brock's out, I guess, but yeah, I mean, overall, not all that exciting, other than just the fact of it, you know, it's a big move, but a little bit of a bummer. And hopefully they'd use it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm a fan of the move. Uh, I was not a fan of paying TJ Hawkinson. I just don't think he's is proven he's worth the value that he was seeking. Uh, and it seemed like kind of a mutual, you know, parting, if you will. He gets to go to a contender now. Uh, we get yet another Lions player. We get to see uh, what he looks like outside of Detroit um, in a different system to see if he lived up to the potential and maybe he never could quite in Detroit. Um, so that'll be. Uh, interesting to watch, and the fact that he goes in the division is really interesting. Like we'll face him twice next year now. Uh, yeah. yeah, that is weird. It, I, I kind of disagree with you a little bit there because I don't think he was a guy who never developed. I think he he was at a Pro Bowl um, a year or two ago, and I think he's a good player. He's going to be paid, and I, I just think it's the Lions don't value that position as much to pay for it. Have we ever valued that position? We definitely valued it, like we, we do, but then we don't. <laughs> call the plays like well, we do it's i'm like, talking about the current regime not oh i'm just saying it kind of fits i last several regimes have been the same way we have good tight ends and they never use them right yeah but they yeah. did value it because they drafted right, them yeah really high. yeah so, I, I know yeah. that's what drives you crazy they value it and then they don't know how you're saying use. this current regime doesn't and I, I think that at least fits more with what the rams model the yeah. rams haven't over you know they haven't paid out, out the nose for a tight end either uh although the, they haven't had a, a great one uh but th that's just kind of their system i, I mean look, hawk had those one big game this year he, um but he, he, he his best game since his first but he game. comes and goes uh but i don't know if that's more of the uh you know the game plan or hawkinson himself uh i i just don't think it, it, for the contract he was looking for it didn't seem like it was ever going to work out i am more than fine because the problem isn't the tight end position. I think we'll be more than fine without it. We can find <laughs> replaceable enough level talent there um, and put put that money to better use, uh, especially I on the defense right. side. Yeah, Real depth with... in the defensive backfield. Um, yeah. Maybe find more, de more depth in the defense <laughs> is what we need so badly. So right now with this move, that gives the Lions currently $30 million in cap space now for next year. Um, I would expect Aquara to be cut next year. Uh, that would save 11, 11 million on the cap. So that gets it to 41 million. Um, then Michael Brockers is definitely going to be gone. He, he's going to be, that'll free up 10 more millions. The Lions are looking at 50 million in cap space. And then I would, I would expect big V to be gone too. And that frees up another nine and a half million. So you're looking at roughly 60 million cap space just with those three cleared off books and if the Lions wanted to they can make Jared Goff a cut and save 25 million more next year as well and get 85 million in cap space uh, because Jared Goff would only be 5 million against the salary cap and that was because of the bonus that they uh, that they spread out in the offseason um, I, I think the money is definitely the most well that's where I had sort of a lame trade because the money is the most exciting part of it <laughs> yeah. honestly well i guess the, or the yeah. traffic but like like you're saving a bunch of money by getting a good player off your team whoop-de-doo um but i mean that is the thing but it's not just the money he's owed next year it's like you said it's the money he's gonna want and i don't think we were ever gonna be able to pay him the money he wants and sees himself as unless he right. really stepped it up to a, a next level 
But I think he already was going to be asking for money outside of sort of what I don't know worth. about you guys, but this even signals to me more that the Lions are in. Um, they envision drafting their quarterback of the future or or finding their quarterback of the future next year. I don't think it's going to be Jared Goff. I think it's going to be somebody else. They use these cap savings to build up the rest of that roster, bring in that last piece, which is the quarterback. I don't think they're not going to wait till year four of this to get the quarterback. They need it no. year three. Otherwise, everybody's going to be fired. <laughs> um, I agree with you 100. percent They need their quarterback. They they kind of sort of got stuck with Goff in the way that. Stafford deal worked out. Well, they get stuck at golf because the, the because Panthers had a great package out there too. Uh, they decided to go with the Rams. So, it, well, Brad Holmes, Holmes wanted golf. Holmes liked golf. I don't think that's they were stuck with. It. I mean, that's what I felt as a fan. But I thought Holmes actually liked him. And I think he liked him enough as a bridge quarterback, uh, someone that could hold the yeah. tent down while he finds his real guy. Um, someone but, young with still yeah, some young upside. a chance to be the guy. He's not the. He's not old, though. That's what I'm saying. I think I believe what you're saying that that he would be a bridge guy. But I, I think when you look at what Holmes is doing, that he actually believed in Goff and then I what agree. he could get going with him. Yeah, but he uh, can adjust on the fly. I mean, they adjust all the time, right? Yeah, and I, but yeah, yeah but and, and, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, we need in this modern game though. We need a mobile quarterback that can at least he doesn't have to be a great runner. Like you know Jackson or whatever, but uh, he he has to be elusive in the pocket and be able to buy time and extend plays. Mm-hmm. And uh, Goff can't really do that. He's great under good protection with good receivers, but uh, he's not going to buy you time like a like a mobile quarterback would. And I and I think we got to get with the modern game here. I I'm as an old guy saying this, it hurts me to say that, but we we got to get with the game. What? <laughs> I'm not sure that's necessary if you can put a good team around the guy, but. Uh... It definitely helps when you got a guy who can create with his own legs. Uh, it just makes it easier to win games. Uh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I, I would like a mobile guy, but, I mean, even if it was a pocket guy, some guy with better decision-making and a guy who oh, can yeah. make a few steps and elude the, the rush. Well, you that's, know, what just, that's what I'm talking about. Not, not really just a guy who can run all over the place. Just a guy who can, you know, extend it a while. Get out of the pocket. Yeah. Avoid the rush for a little while. And, uh, sure. you know, you still need a guy who can – pass from the pocket that's essential but he's also got to have a little bit of looseness too you know that's all that's all i'm saying personally for me the the jury's sort of still out on golf but i think either way you draft a guy next year we have tons of draft capital uh well and it'll be super easy if the season continues on its current course like if we you know we tank and we get number one overall it's like you don't even question it but uh you know let's say we we do what I think we're going to do at the very least, which is claw out several wins this season, and we're drafting, you know, or maybe even more. I mean, I don't know. If golf looks good going throughout the season, I still think you draft a guy, but it's not as urgent. And either way, you draft him, you keep golf. I think golf having him around is just a benefit. He'll allow stability for a rookie quarterback to develop. So I don't know. I, I'm not down on golf all that much, but I'm also not close to drafting his replacement either especially if we get a shot at one of these top guys. Yeah. Road dog. I, I agree. I, I think even if they do draft a quarterback, they don't, that doesn't mean they're cutting Goff going mm-hmm. into next year. I think they might keep him for a little. Right. I just year. wanted to point out the fact that the Lions can save 25 million as opposed to June one uh, cut with only 5 million in the in, in cap space. And that number will loom very large. <laughs> it might. <year>. Yeah. <laughs> Especially very, very uh, depending on the season finishes, <laughs> if it's on the trajectory it currently is right. on. <laughs> He's got yep. 10 games to kind of 
Because right now he hasn't been the problem. He's been a problem at times, but he's not the problem on this team. But uh, the way the 10 games go will determine a lot. <laughs> so the Lions in 2023 yeah. have their first rounder, the Rams first rounder, which right now that would be the first and 13th overall pick. Um, then the oh, wow. sec- two second rounders. Uh, they have five of the top 100 uh, picks in the next draft um, with two second rounders, Lions jumps. and Vikings, and their own. Uh, third than their own fits. I thought it was five out of the sixty-five. So five out of the Tim twenty members saying. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that would be five out of. Wait, both statements are true. Yeah, as it currently stands, that would be five of the top (laughs) sixty-five. But I think they're just saying wherever they fall. uh, Also, five of the top. Well, yeah, yeah, five of the top seventy-seven because they are the first pick. I guess yeah, (laughs) sixty-five. They'd be first in the third round as well. Um, yeah. Uh, The thing is too, like. Here's the thing. Depending on how we finish this year, what if we do finish in the middle of the draft? Like I'm just saying, hypothetically, that's pretty optimistic. I get that. Um, let's say we do finish like 10 to 15 range. Are you guys all on the trade up, dump capital for your QB type move, or do you think we get to take a chance to just keep building a ton of talent on this roster outside of golf, and then maybe take a shot later, or in the it, draft or something? I think it depends on the QB and if. You know, if it looks like a surefire thing, There's, I'd be willing. It's well, two things. Assume, trade to but number it's, one. It's two things because, like, uh, I I, I want to know if the Lions have a shot at another quarterback, like Lamar Jackson, for instance, in in uh, free agency. And if that's not the case, then I'm I'm on board of saying yes. I want to trade up because I I'm a big fan of CJ Stroud already. Um, that's the quarterback I want to see. Yeah. Um, if I wouldn't do it for any other quarterback in this draft. Um, but that's what I would do it right now. Bryce Young, no, I would not. But Bryce Young's intriguing too. I mean, if we can't get Stroud, he's intriguing. But I wouldn't trade up for him. It's his size that—that's the only thing that is detrimental to me. But he—I mean—he's a really good quarterback. uh, Well, then if you don't get Stroud, then who would you get? Is that kid from Tennessee? Look. Uh, yeah, I, I'm more wishy-washy at him because I don't know if he's just a product of a up-tempo system or if he's actually a good NFL prospect. Is Stroud the closest thing to a sure thing in this draft, as far as I understand? Like, he's the the guy, right? I think so. Like, I think he is. To a lot of people, he is. He's that pretty prototypical. There's also a guy, Will Levis, uh, from he's Kentucky, that people are high on. I'm not, but uh, other people are higher. He looked like crap in that tennis. Yeah, he's at a weird He's at a weird yeah. offense at, at Kentucky. But, um, yeah. You know, I just wanted to point out yeah. the, the, the salary cap stuff, though, because I do think there's a very good chance the Lions can cut Goff bring in a rookie quarterback and just start him right away because if they have the 60 plus million in cap space, potentially they can build up a team around when you have a rookie quarterback, that salary is so low compared to the rest of the league. It's such an advantage. If you have a good rookie quarterback uh, and build up the rest of your roster. We already got the old lion, at least the, That's what the chiefs were doing. Uh, like when Patrick Mahomes is really good for a while there. Now they, they've, They've made. They've they didn't have the O line to start his career uh, for themselves, and uh, but yeah, they didn't. But they were still winning because they, they, you know, they had enough money to spread around elsewhere while he's on his rookie contract. Tyreek Hill. The Ravens have done done that with Lamar Jackson right now. He's still on his rookie contract. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a big benefit in the NFL to not have to pay your quarterback top money because <laughs> they're going for like forty million minimum. Sure. Uh, any top tier quarterback, <laughs> sure. Now, you know, there's always the what 
you know, they, they, they could be terrible. Like Zach Wilson right now in the Jets looks awful. Uh, Mac Jones doesn't look that great. So there, there's the, the huge risk of the unknown. Should we of trade course. for Mac Jones, guys? Mm, I saw that rumor out there. Yeah, no. <laughs> or idea. That suggested not. Well, because Bailey Zappi was playing yeah. good. So people were like, well, let's get Mac Jones. <laughs> like, why? Jameson Williams? I wonder if... Uh, I wonder if CJ Stroud than... uh, knows Jamison Williams, you know, because they were both at Ohio State. I don't know if they were. I'm sure there's there some not. connection there. Because uh, a lot of times these guys, you know, they uh, burrow and chase. You know, you get your 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 good mm-hmm. hookup from college into the pros, and then you sure. go from there. That True. would be an intriguing sight, though, to see Stroud and uh, Jamison Williams out there on the same field together. Yeah. Oh yeah, would... man, that would be. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be cool. But are, are you guys gonna? I know uh, you guys agree with the trade and all or whatever. But uh, you gonna miss Hawk just as a player, like seeing him on Sunday? I will. Yeah, yeah, I'll miss him. He always played hard. You know, you gotta respect it. I, I didn't love his blocking. Uh, I thought it just never lived up to what we drafted him for. Uh, so that's another reason I, yeah. I'm yeah. not on. Like, I was not on the board with you know paying him Todd Dollar. And I just like inconsistent I like having production. an explosive player like him. Like I saw that game. I was at two of the games where he had like big plays uh, this year. The the last game he had like fifty yard uh, mm-hmm. reception. Then the uh, the one he had the eighty yard, hundred seventy nine yards. Neither for really. touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> kick tackled side the ten to both of them. <laughs> oh my god, you're like uh, criticizing. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying. Man. I just Jesus felt bad Christ. for him because he made a great play <laughs> and then just uh, you know couldn't get in the end zone on either. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna miss that big playability, I think. And it was just starting to really bur- burgeon. I wish we could have come by him by less, ex- you know, pricey means than getting a ten, spending a ten overall pick on him. But I was liking the player he was becoming, so I'm a little bummed. But uh, yeah, well, hopefully we'll get to see him off. twice a year. We will probably for the foreseeable yeah. future. I'd imagine the Vikings <laughs> make this trade with any intention to sign him more long term. Yeah, that's a lot of capital. Well, it's not all that. I mean, I guess that second round pick's pretty high, but like yeah. the rest of it's pretty strung out. Yeah, it's not a horrible trade for the Vikings, considering they're they are in the really driver's not. seat to win the NFC North. Uh, they, I really feel like yeah. we should have had the second round pick and like that's it, or like in another pick, not anything else on top of them. I don't know. Also, some people think the bright Vikings are shooting their wide now, trying to win because because of this situation they're in, and a couple years from now they're going to be in cap hell. So yeah. uh, some opinions that I've read. Mm. So who knows? I mean, that's why you wonder if trading within the division, since we're not trying to win right now and we're trying to build. I mean, are we really worried about the Vikings two years from now? Hell no. Yeah. I just don't think the Vikings are very we good. Have... They just have, I mean, the NFL as a whole is kind of down, except for like the top tier teams, like the Bills and the Eagles and the Chiefs and the Cowboys to some extent. But uh it... <sighs> Wait, you don't worry about them because you don't think we'll ever be near the top of the <laughs> or, or is it like... What the I mean, hell? Uh, the Vikings? <laughs> I just don't think they're very good. No, the Lions. I don't but worry don't about... You worry about an in-division trade. I'm not... Like, doesn't matter I, anyway. You know, at least the, the Lions <laughs> don't are going to be going against it. a guy twice a year that they know really well. Uh, so they'll at least know, I think they'll have an idea of how to defend him, what, what works against him, what, what doesn't. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll I think that analogy is a positive. I just, I, just, <laughs> I just don't worry about it because... I, Always focus on yourself. That's the only way to win. Once you can beat, once you know yourself, then you can defeat your enemies. That's what the Lions need to do more than Ooh, anything. Wow, yeah. Who knows? Maybe the Lions are going to trade soon. for Aaron Rodgers next year, and uh, 
Oh God! Yeah, some guy oh, from the. I'm just thinking of all the inter- other interdivision trades we can make. Uh, <laughs> since James <laughs> Will Rogers him. throwing to Jamison Williams. <laughs> oh. I'm just uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure with our line. Monroe St. Brown as a wideers. Was it? That was like our first in-season trade since 1995 or something in the division. So it's not. Like all right. That. I don't think it's going to be a regular thing. No, I know, I know, I know. Well, I don't know. Brad Holmes started it in the draft, right? To trade up to get JMO. Him and the Vikings yeah. have are getting cozy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, anyways, we just wanted to hop on here really quick tonight. Uh, I know it's, it's not our normal podcasting night, but uh, you know, obviously big news to report. And, of course, we plan to go for like 10 or minutes or so, and we went way over that <laughs> So because we are very <laughs> passionate about this. But that's all right. Because uh, I know everybody listening here is just as passionate as well. Uh, just at all to know, too, uh, you know, the, the Bears traded away Roquan Smith. We already talked about that yesterday on the yesterday's episode. But then they that. traded, they gave up a second for Chase Claypool, uh, which is interesting. I don't know if that's a great move for them or not. I guess time will tell. But I I, I don't think it was a good one. But I. Feels more like a risky. The Bears have 120 million in cap space next year. Uh, so they will be Ooh, spending a lot of money this offseason. So the Lions have that to compete with. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Justin Fields looks interesting, though. Well, I guess we'll find out in a few weeks or a couple of weeks. Well, they're, they're finally getting him some help with Claypool trade. So, yeah. Well, I so, think he yeah. needs more help in the, you know, not trying to get destroyed every play by the defensive line because this offensive line is a yeah. parking cones. Hey, do you guys think this trade happens with Hawk if uh, uh, what's-his-face? Oh, my God, I just had his name. M- Mitchell doesn't make nice plays at the beginning of the last game. He made game. one play. One, one nice play. play. <laughs> <laughs> but I was listening to, uh, to somebody on the Detroit radio chain. They're like, as soon as I saw him complete that pass to Mitchell, I'm like, Hawkinson's on the block this week. They throw into Mitchell. Like, hey. <laughs> hey probably didn't some, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to wrap it up here. Um, Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool-Aid. Twitter at Drinking Lions. Let us know your thoughts on this trade. I'm sure there's a lot of opinions out there. Thank you to SidelineReport.com for hosting the podcast greatly appreciate that apple spotify wherever you get your podcast download please subscribe please leave a review and of course thank you to our producer kj 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 for producing the podcast as always greatly appreciate that and thank you to you listeners for being just as passionate as we are about this lions team and i hope no we know you're drinking the kool-aid that's why you're on here um, we just we we gotta trust the uh the process here. Process? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> have Not patience, again. guys. After all, if, what yes, we have no choice. Unless we all buy the <laughs> right. team together. Uh, Pick up your hammers. And should we just like have all the Lions fans, like, like a? No, no, no. We 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 put we buy everybody puts in five dollars for a Powerball, right? The Powerball is at one point two billion right now. All the Lions fans, you know, however many, you know, that's a million Lions fans. Uh, two dollars each. That's two million or five hundred thousand Powerball tickets. Uh, I know there's probably more Lions fans than that I just described, <laughs> or less. But anyways, five hundred thousand Powerball tickets. Uh, I don't even know how you're gonna buy five hundred thousand, but we'll try to make it work in a matter of 
24 hours uh and then we'll win <laughs> uh we'll pay the 400 plus million in tax so we'll take the 800 million that you win from it and uh you know offer that up as By a large one, a large yeah i know they're probably worth like four billion or whatever <laughs> um, yeah oh it's a good idea well no we'll <laughs> we'll put it in a roth ira and it'll grow uh 75 years the the uh, children and <laughs> offspring of the current Lions fans that invested in this pool will all become wow. will then buy the team. Although by that time with inflation, it's probably worth ten billion. So we'll never we'll never match up, I guess. Yeah. You talk then, about a long play though. That's a good one. Then you jail take that those winnings go to the Motor City Casino, drop it all on black. No, he drops it on red. Red, red, red every time. Okay, every time. <laughs> All right. So thank Never you, everybody, it. for listening. Greatly appreciate it. And last but not least, as always, go, 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 Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, Stand and cheer the brave, rock, 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 go hard, win the game, with honor you will keep your fame, down the field and gain, a lion's victory, go, go. lions, hey, we did it, we did it, all right. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.